Lawrence Ion. Um, I uh, don't really like labels, uh, but I guess people try to assign them and it's easier. So one label that is appropriate would be entrepreneur um, and investor. And I guess I have a scientific approach and engineering approach to solving aging. Um, I'm trying to have the biggest impact and apply the scientific method to everything I do so that I can maximize uh, my impact. I am a deal flow steward, which just means I'm a working group member in the deal flow group uh, that has been around for longer. Just um, uh, one of the oldest members, I guess, in the working group. Still young, still one of the youngest, and <laughs> trying to, you know, keep young for longer. I think it's the first sort of thing that seems to have a chance to um, do things in a different way, organize people towards a common goal, um, aligning incentives where there previously might not have been any via economics, to tokenomics, rewarding people that provides capital or work early on and uh, into something where value is created even though there might not be a profit motive, even for uh, public goods. Um, and then you, you can dream really big and, and it can scale a lot. Um, also, this whole permissionless uh, aspect of it, they're, they're open, anyone can join. I imagine this, like Reddit, where um, you can ha also have access to capital and um, you know anyone can um, join, anyone can uh, improve it, uh, and, and you can actually do things, not just talk about things. Like and um, another one would be that it enables this permissionless aspect, I think, the most. And the fact that it can scale enables people to, to join in and create network effects. Um, whereas otherwise, they either might be intimidated to join that specific company in longevity, for example, because you might not know anyone or, or even for funding a, a VC fund, for example. Um, you might not have any experience in that specific thing, but you want to have an impact. And what can you do? You can go through this whole arduous interview process or if, if you're already kind of at a certain level, you, you might think, well, I'm going to start my own VC fund. But actually, there might be enough of those or, or my own company doing the specific thing. Whereas if you join this one organization that allows scale, allows people to um, contribute as much as they want or as little as they want, I, I think even helping them a little bit and getting some tokens where you might have wanted to, to purchase them because you believe in the mission. And then you can see, oh, actually that, that provided value. I feel good. It's a win-win. Um, and then I can provide more value and uh, become a core contributor and have it have the impact have, yeah, have every everything um, you might have wanted to do and you you not necessarily couldn't do before but it there were some barriers so yeah, this is an experiment that I think is worth um, worth trying first of all the, the things I've mentioned they're open and permissionless um, it's just fascinating to me uh, they scale much better um, this sort of microeconomy uh, way uh, to align incentives um, but also the most important part I guess for me uh, wasn't necessarily to join a DAO per se but to join a longevity DAO I wanted to create one before VitaDAO existed um, to kind of unite 
the Web3 and, and longevity spaces because I saw there is a huge overlap between the longevity community and the Web3 crypto community. Um, I've noticed an incredible alignment between the key opinion uh, leaders in Web3 with this mission of extending healthy lifespan, doing medicine in a, a different way by attacking aging and um, trying to slow it down or even reverse it. And it kind of makes sense to have this uh, strong overlap because both Web3 and longevity have been dismissed by the incumbents. And you have a lot of newly minted millionaires and billionaires in, in Web3 that are young usually and, and um, they're forward-thinking economically and they want to have an impact. And, and so you're kind of aligning those forward-thinking economically with those forward-thinking from longevity side, forward-thinking scientifically. And so uh, I think it's a match made in heaven. A friend just told me about this uh, digital money, money on the internet. And it just seemed like obvious. And, and the fact that it was called Bitcoin, and I was like, oh, I love bits, it's so geeky. And it's a coin with a bit, I mean, just just amazing. So you could mine Bitcoin on a laptop back then. And also uh, at some point I, I purchased some and, and then, you know, sold. And I was happy that I sold it much higher at like a thousand bucks. Because it seems crazy to me, like just how could it be so much more than a dollar? I didn't really understand the, the economics part before. And um, there were some years in which I was just kind of, it was, everything was down. So I was like, you know, probably the fad is over. But um, since I was in computer science um, and this whole other part of it, the Ethereum or blockchain, um, not just cash, money, which wasn't necessarily the most interesting th thing to me, I think. Um, I was like, okay, so we can actually create things in a decentralized way, networks, I, I got all of that. And I went to hackathons and um, me and, and Alex, um, my business partner, and we even won a hackathon at least. And uh, yeah, just built some, some, some cool things in Web3, uh, played around with it. But um, I was never full time in Web3 until, until um, wanting to do something with longevity and eventually um, joining, so wanting to do something, combining, I mean, longevity and crypto, Web3, uh, as it's now called, because back then it was just crypto. Um, yeah, so then, yeah, with VitaDAO, I, I um, joined uh, full-time. What I've noticed is different um, at, in DAOs is that they really pay attention to um, their structure, the governance, they have governance working groups um, that enables iteration and so you can have rapid improvement, uh, they can look very different uh, in time. So you can not only improve on what you build, uh, what the DAO does exactly, but what the DAO is. And um, another one is, is that Usually you, you have to choose, is it a non-profit, is it a for-profit? With DAOs, <clears throat> you just organize people towards a common goal, you have a token, and by default, it's a de facto non-profit. The tokens usually are governance tokens, um, as, as far as I've seen around, and um, they don't give any legal rights to future profits. Um, 
But that said, they give governance rights over the treasury. Um, and of course, uh, some are full code. So, you know, there is a vote and, and whatever happens in the vote, then programmatically um, the, the funds move. Uh, some have a sort of board kind of thing, like a core team, multi-sig signers. And so even even though, even if it would be hacked, you know, it's just kind of a suggestion that, yes, this vote says you should send uh, all the money to my friend over here or my grandma, whatever. But the core team can say like, no, right? Um, they ultimately have the, the button, the keys. They uh, Some people hold the keys in, in some governance structures. And um, still, the, the token holders could vote themselves the profits they could buy back tokens they could um, distribute dividends if they cho chose to but that in itself is an active choice and um, you know there's not that expectation of, of passive uh, investing like uh, uh, yeah you can't really it's not really called investing right you, you purchase tokens you earn tokens um, and, and yeah that that's quite unique that you can start out as a non-profit but yeah it could become a for-profit as far as I understand I usually wake up uh, and, and check discord I go to sleep checking discord before like uh, before bed it is um, it is quite hard sometimes to to fully disconnect but it's, it's fun it's a community you're, you're working with friends so after I guess I kind of catch up with messages to see if there's anything urgent. Uh, a lot of times, unfortunately, I try to deal with the most urgent things before even I start my day. If, I guess if you're asking like personal things, I have like uh, a few uh, things in my routine, like meditation and exercise that I try to actually keep on top of. Um, and then there are a bunch of meetings. Depends. Sometimes I, I kind of vary. Um, it varies between and then trying to get some focus time or we're trying to keep uh, the, the first part of the day open to actually make progress on the weekly plans that I have the, the, the most important things in the week and uh, I'm, I'm in deal flow so uh, pretty much every day I, I go through this funnel that we have and see what I can what actions I can do for each deal to advance it forward and I support everyone else in the in the working group to do just that advance deal flow make deals happen there are multiple ways to make a longevity DAO and I had envisioned token where you could contribute on a, on a bonding curve and that was quite complicated in terms of tokenomics and the value would be accrued because you would, uh, the community got value out of having impact in, in the longevity field so you would have experts that would curate which labs to basically donate to but when I came across VitaDAO with this IP NFT framework where you can tie a legal contract that gives rights over licenses, royalties, IP actual value, tying that into a, a token so that the treasury of a DAO can actually accrue value and grow over time and have therefore way more impact. That's, that, that was just uh, when I saw that, I was like, okay, okay, drop everything, join this, help this. Also, this idea of bridging the value of death, not just donating to research, basic research to find out more about aging. We can find out more for many decades and then our grandparents, ourselves, still grow old and get the diseases and, and die. And so, um, 
taking IP from academia and, and helping it translate and become a startup and actually become a therapeutic that touches the clinic, that I think is, is sort of the, uh, where the most uh, efforts should go right now. Until at least we can show feasibility and um, we can convince the world uh, and then, yeah, we can probably put in trillions into basic research as well. But the amount of money we can put in now into basic research is not going to get us too far, so we need to show feasibility first. Yeah, I've been passionate about longevity for uh, many years since I was young. And in terms of like actual working, I, uh, for about two years before VidaDAO, I had volunteered in labs and um, worked on a conference right before COVID hit, so that, that got cancelled. Um, and spent a lot of time meeting people in the, in the industry to see how I can help and yeah, what would be the most impactful thing for me to start. One of which would, be, would have been uh, Longevity DAO, so it just worked out perfectly with Vida DAO. Longevity is my life's mission. I really think it's the most impactful thing to do, at least for now, until we solve it. And then there are many other things. Um, and by the way, if we solve this, we get more time to work on other problems and many interesting projects, not just problems, right? Explore space and other things. But yeah, I, I think health has been the most important thing for me since I was, uh, since, uh, since I can remember because one of my earliest memories is going to many doctors, having many health issues, uh, having surgeries since I was like six years old, and like all my childhood, um, many surgeries, spending a lot of time in hospitals, wanting to initially become a doctor, uh, have the white coat just like a, a lot of people in the industry. And figured out it's not for me. There was no, I'm from Romania, so there was no real biotech industry there. I was a kind of geeky aspect type, uh, you know, uh, clearly not a doctor type. I was good at math. And so I, I went into computer science using technology to solve problems, entrepreneurship, because that was higher leverage and you could actually have an impact in, in those problems. But then, even though I was a technical techno optimist, you know, transhumanist, uh, since I was uh, young, I really I was kind of hoping that uh, life extension industry, as it was called before, geoscience, um, they're gonna they're gonna solve it. So, you know, Aubrey de Grey was quite optimistic. You know, always promising. We figured this out, and it's gonna happen in ten years, and and so on. Um, and then I, I thought, well, what if what if it isn't um, solved? And uh, what I was disenfranchised, and. It, I noticed how far away we are from other things like superintelligence that could solve a lot of the problems including longevity, like brain-machine interfaces, and I thought getting more time can, can increase the chances that we get there. I'm really curious to see what's going to happen after the singularity, and even if we don't get there, I'm at least medium term, I'm thinking that we, we get a lot of advantages by doing medicine in a, in a much better way, attacking the root cause of most, uh, or basically all of the chronic diseases that happen with age. And so um, even before I'm old, I think by sort of advancing th this new approach to medicine, I would personally get benefits uh, by having my parents benefits and avoid that sort of stage of, of uh, poor health uh, for longer. And you know, if I 
personally would, would get any uh, other diseases. Um, I'm thinking this is a, the highest leverage way to attack those. Vinadao community is really amazing, full of really smart people, feels, feels like a family, uh, people are, are open-minded and open to discuss anything with you. Yeah, you can really feel like we can talk about anything. Um, it's not like that str the strict sort of work environment or anything. And, and yeah, the vibes, uh, vibes are everything. I, I compare sort of uh, this ICO Chile vibe versus our vibe of fairness and look at how we launched, I think it's very important. Um, it's just a, a fair gnosis auction um, where anyone, including ourselves, could say how much they want to uh, pay for a token and then everyone at the, at the end of the auction got the same price. There were no uh, pre-investors, pre-sale, you know, no allocation to the team or anything. Um, of course, we did put a proposal right after the, the genesis, after VitaDAO got born, to the people who purchase the tokens, a proposal for, for a budget and allocation all of that. And then there is enough room for, for anyone else to come and provide a lot of value and, and propose using a, a big budget and, and allocation, like a stake and governance and, and all of that. So yeah, fairness is, is another very important word. And um, yeah, transparency. We, we try our best to do, to, to do things transparently without overthinking things too much. But yeah, like super open to any questions and yeah, we can, we can basically talk about anything. I think in five to ten years from now, we will have shown feasibility in humans for these aging interventions. And I think the world will really have woken up from this pro-aging trance and uh, the public will mobilize towards longevity therapeutics, longevity research, or aging research. Even today, we've shown that we can slow or reverse aging in, in animals by 30% with over, I think, 20 pharmacological interventions. Um, and so we have some feasibility, but um, I think by then we'll have a lot more and we'll also show, we'll have uh, enough uh, media and, and just the world will, will change its, its mind, I think, about the desirability of, of these therapeutics uh, without all of the sort of counter arguments that they come up with to justify uh, or, or to cope with the idea of, of uh, aging and, and, and death. So I think uh, that will really position Viradao as, um, since it's so permissionless, as sort of the go-to place uh, to have impact and, um, and to really even position yourself um, to participate in, in this revolution, uh, a new way of, of doing medicine. And, and finally, pharma to actually uh, create Cures, not just keep you in a poor state of health for longer, um, creating, uh, just managing managing symptoms. And so, Viradao will really be the go-to place for researchers to apply for funding much faster than the NIH, where it takes like two years to actually get their money, um, and it, it really incentivizes you to have like incremental changes, uh, not dream too big. So, researchers also spend currently way too much time on, on uh, writing grants instead of actually designing experiments. So I think with Viradao you go, you get funding much faster, uh, very short application, turnaround time in like two weeks, and it really funds most of 
um, you know, I'm, I'm all for decentralization, so maybe other organizations too, but I think, yeah, there are a lot of network effects. So I, I do envision MediaDAO as like this uh, consortium where it can have members not as just individuals, but probably even even uh, other DAOs, companies, like a whole ecosystem that it's it's part of. That's like the optimistic case, even if the world still does, doesn't necessarily pay too much attention to uh, longevity. It's still like the, the underdog. I, I do still think that we'll show a lot of feasibility and a lot of the research we fund now uh, will actually start having impact uh, on, on the way we do medicine, um, will actually reverse some aspects of, of aging in, in humans, um, even though it might not be maybe like so popular on the market, but it, at least in, in clinical trials. Um, I'm pretty confident we'll have some things that at least um, have effects on, on actual diseases, not by targeting aging itself. So uh, from there, maybe another like a delay of five to 10 other years. Uh, in like the, I, I think the, the, the bearish case. As a company, sometimes there are hurdles to start a company. You have to go register, with, depends on where you live and with the Secretary of State or um, you know, in some countries it's quite complicated. Um, it feels like you have to ask for permission, whereas with the DAO you just register it on Ethereum. Uh, it's permissionless and that just enables people to collaborate to a co common goal, have a sort of um, bank account and so they can actually do things. Um, seems, seems much easier to start and then it seems like you can do things outside of the system and you can really do anything. I guess join, be proactive, go you can see on the website a link to join our Discord. Uh, you can introduce yourself. You can tell us why you care, why um, why you're interested in doing this, and what you can provide. You can also ask, like, hey, what is you know what tasks? Like, this is this is things I've done in the past. What is there for me to do in a week from now? I'll have some time. I have this many hours a week. Yeah, be be relentless, proactive, and I'm sure there are ways for for almost anyone to add value.